0: Is recording with suitcases in hand
1: <laughs> as she races through the terminal of LAX. Oh, there will be no racing. I'm going to get there six hours. That's next. my favorite thing to do. <laughs> to me, there's
0: no more satisfying feeling than sitting at the gate of yes. your flight waiting for boarding. Yes. That's I agree. when I feel the most on vacation.
1: Now, is Eric someone who likes to get to the airport early or does he leave it to the last minute? Because I feel like there's usually no, one both, of each in each couple. Thankfully. Wow. Thankfully, we both like to... You could almost
0: argue that I am the one who pushes it. Wow. But what that means is, like, I get to the airport two hours before the flight and Eric gets to the airport two and a half hours before the flight. <laughs> okay. This episode, on the whole... Was just, sucked. there was just a lot of misplaced confidence. Oh. I I really enjoyed watching it, but I was continually just baffled by the amount of confidence that I want to say all of these entrepreneurs had in their products. Most of all, Honey bungees, our first product. Most of all.
1: This, I actually did not enjoy this episode, and I think it's because it, <laughs> It made me so uncomfortable seeing that it was a combination of like I was bored because I didn't love any of the products, and I was Correct. uncomfortable because they were swinging so hard and missing <laughs> so every hard. time. And I was <laughs> like, "That's that stuff to watch." In your words, <laughs> describe <laughs> Honey Bunchies in a way that makes it seem
0: like a viable product that would sell.
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Honey <laughs> Bunchies are a a bar inspired by this woman Kendra's dad who was a fighter pilot and he ate so much shitty food he was, like, diabetic. And so the family lore is they had this recipe that, like, they developed and it, they came up with this bar that is 42% pure honey. Now, I'm not a doctor, okay? I don't – I. I'm, I don't have a degree in medicine. I also don't mm-hmm. have diabetes. But I do know, because I'm a human being with taste buds and eyeballs that can read nutrition labels, that honey is sugar. So I'm not sure how yeah. a bar that is nearly half honey is good for someone <laughs> with diabetes. I mean, they look delicious. How is it making this
0: guy less prone Two type oh two diabetes. my god!
1: I can't imagine. Like, I actually. Let me. Did you look up how much sugars in them? I'm gonna look it up.
0: Nothing. Nothing has ever been more cupid to the farmers market than this product. I could. I could make this product at home and literally sell them at a farmers market tomorrow.
1: Look, if I saw these at a farmers market, or you, I came over to your house and you were like, "Look what I made!" I would be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." But these look great. K I T T F M. So hard. Okay. Our 1.4 pecan peanut bar contains 14 grams of sugar. Oh, that's actually not bad. And coconut almond contains 20, but that's still kind of like a candy bar. Yeah, it's a candy bar. 19 grams of carbs, 11 grams of fat, 190 calories, and there is absolutely no protein information. So. Okay, a kind bar, and which, by the way, imagine if.
0: Daniel Lubeski was the guest star this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have died. I would have loved that. Um, kind Bar, just as a reference point, has 160 calories, 12 grams of fat, eight or 19 grams of carbohydrates.
1: You know what these are perfect for? These are perfect for long-distance runners. Like, if I okay, was training yeah. for my marathon, I would totally grab one of these because what you want is, like, quick, natural, easy-to-process sugar and carbs. But... Or, or like a dessert, and no, no judgment if right. you want to eat this bar as your as your whatever. I mean, eat whatever you want, but yeah, positioning it as like energy packed. It's like I would eat one of these and pass out. Right, right, right. I need to eat one of these because
0: I'm expending 800 calories an hour. That's that's a situation where you need to be eating this. And a fighter pilot, I, listen, I've never been a fighter pilot, but I don't think <laughs> that they are like on a treadmill up there. No, this bar would give me diabetes. We haven't even touched on Kendra herself, who is yeah.
1: so much that
0: I feel, felt like I had to like put up a brick wall.
1: And we should say she's seeking 200K for
0: 10%. Right, good call. Good just, call. To give a,
1: just to give a ballpark.
0: She's wearing, first of all, like a fighter pilot jacket, which is apparently her dad's, and casually drops that he couldn't be there because he has PTSD, and then we just move right past it. <laughs> but her, her her entire presentation is like so much. It's it's she's got her hands on her hips. She's pointing. It felt like she was like a guest speaker at like a eighth grade sex ed class and was like really trying to get everyone excited and feeling comfortable. And it was like so hard to watch.
1: She has so much pep in her step. I I needed her to take a lot of breaths. We need steps with less pep. Yep, more steps,
0: less pep. For real. We need a higher step to pep ratio with Kendra <laughs> right now. Um she their sales are like fine. I mean that the bars retail for three dollars. Again, very normal, very standard. Once again, nothing except for a disproportionate amount of honey is sticking out about this bar and making it <laughs> special. Um, they are gonna make like 579,000 this year, and next year, she says they're projecting 2.2 to 4.2 million, which obviously gets like a lot of like gasps, gasps from the sharks. But then when they go into why, it's all just like pure speculation. She's like, "No, we're guaranteed to be in 8,500 7-Eleven stores around the country." And they're like, okay, so you have a purchase order? And she's like, we are guaranteed to be.
1: (laughs) We come to find out that she has been invited to a 7-Eleven trade show. (laughs) That's it, folks. (laughs) And she's so confident in her product that she thinks that will result in half a million dollars worth of business this year. I mean, Barbara is the one I think who puts it the best. She's like, listen, I
0: love optimism, but... In some cases, it can be a liability.
1: Yeah. And if Babs is, Babs was her only hope for this one, I think. True. Like, no one else is going to make this deal. We got Damon in the tank today, which was nice as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's not going to go for it. And and Cuban goes out, obviously. This is just such a KITTFM, if I've ever it's heard it. It's so hard.
0: I'm. Part of me is like, how did this product make it on this show? Which I felt...
1: I think They're we have felt about a few products this season. They really yeah. are. I think that they probably saw this as like, you know, the story with her dad. And that this is really close to a thank you for your service moment. So there's, there's a lot it's, going yeah. on, you know, that, that could have made it a good segment. But no one is into it. And it's funny. Lori, have you noticed that? The last few episodes, or lately in general, Lori has just been giving um, really specific reasons on why she's going yes. out. So this time she, she, she was like, like, "Honey, yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm just not a fan of whatever, so I'm out." And this time she goes, "I'm just not a huge fan of honey, so I'm out." Like, okay, you were never gonna be in, babe. Damon's just like, "I'm out."
0: <laughs> yeah, David apparently hates a family business. <laughs> <laughs> Damon <laughs> will go out for the best reasons. Damon went out and went out for really solid reasons, I would say, a few times this episode. But I love
1: that he was just like, the whole family business, I don't want to do that. <laughs> when Mr. Wonderful backs out and and the last shark is kind of off the table, Kendra yeah. starts waterworks. Crying. Yeah. It it really it does not land with anyone, which I mean it yeah. it lands on her mascara it's- pretty heavily. <laughs> I don't ever wear waterproof mascara because I like to just get makeup fully off of my face every time I I wash my face. But if, come on, man, if you're going into, like, an emotionally charged situation, uh, a wedding, a funeral, shark tank, an intervention, like, you fucking (laughs) pull out your reserve of waterproof mascara and you apply it. And, like,
0: Kendra, Kendra cries at Marvel movies. Like, this is not a woman (laughs) who gives you the sense that she, like, holds in her emotions. So, like, she had to know.
1: Her makeup is everywhere. And oh, God, it was just tough to watch. I was like, let's move on.
0: Although I wasn't thrilled that the next short segment was an update on Oogie Bear, which is that fucking Ugh. foul toothpick for baby noses from earlier this season. I Honestly, like, I was eating, and I had to stop eating well, when this <laughs> segment was on. I was so disgusted.
1: But also, like, what do we know? They're apparently breaking in fucking four, no, they they are ten thousand dollars well. per month. Like, Jesus. doesn't make them any less disgusting. Alright, should we oogie on over to our next segment? Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Let's go, everyone and all <laughs> genders. So we got, next up in the tank we have Charisse and Vicky seeking $250,000 for Five percent. Again, confidence. The confidence
0: in these entrepreneurs.
1: Oh, they walked in there, rolled in there like they own the place, looking for five percent of Dapper Boy. So Dapper Boy is like, I don't even know how to describe it because it's not, I don't want to say it's like gender neutral clothing. I think that they did
0: sort of refer to it as gender, gender neutral clothing where the style is based on body type as opposed to specific to gender.
1: Right now, I do like that we have some lesbians in the tank. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of that. We don't we don't get that enough. So. Yeah,
0: when Charisse and Vicky walked in, I was like, "Oh my god, this is a breath of fresh air." <laughs> oh, clutching my pearls. <laughs>
1: um, but as much as I want to support Charisse and Vicky, uh, and as sort of bright and bubbly as they are, these clothes are so mid. Like they're yeah. so Everlane five years ago. They're so, yeah. uh, you know, Uniqlo's sale rack. Like,
0: yeah, Vicky's wearing like a like a kind of a satiny like members only jacket,
1: mm-hmm. which is
0: cool, but like is no different from every other members only jacket out there. The difference ostensibly is that it's
1: better tailored to Vicky's body type, right? But like. Do more. It is a little sad that we need um this whole line, you know, just to get some, like, basics. Mm-hmm. I did think it was funny. I don't know if you noticed this, but, like, Mark Cuban is, like, going over the clothes and he's, like, good-looking stuff. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark was really into the clothes. They're dad clothes. They're, like, cool yes, dad yeah. clothes.
0: Yeah. So I would actually, like, wear Vicky's jacket. I thought it was great. But, if, yeah. I mean, first of all, those clothes are not... For me, although Vicky and Charisse will get into that, but that is (laughs) one of the pitfalls that they have fallen into is that they want to expand. But that said, they have cultivated a community of diehards. They have a 50% repeat customer rate, which is like unheard of. All the sharks are aghast at that information. Last year, they did $1.2 million in sales, and their margins are good. So they, up until this point in their explanation, (laughs) are doing pretty well. Then we start to get into the issues, <laughs> the most jarring of which is that they were like, the Sharks were like, how much cash do you have on hand? And they were like, $100. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. At the beginning of their pitch, and they were they were good at pitching, and it's like, they're likable, and they had these models out. Yeah, like, the clothes are not to my taste, but that's fine. They're not for me. And I was like, oh, they're definitely going to get a deal with Damon. Like, this is... This mm-hmm. is in the bag. I, I was I was eyeing him the whole time. Yep, and then yeah, they're like, actually, we have one dollar in cash, and we just sold our <laughs> house, and we have all of this debt, and everyone's like, okay, let's let's dive into that a little bit.
0: Yeah, Vicky divulges that they are spending about thirty percent on marketing. They hired some consultant, and it was clearly just like a boot and because everything that they have been consulted to do has been a horrible mistake. First of all, they are $450,000 in the hole, which is tough, tough. tough stuff. Uh And and then Vicky starts to get into all of these like initiatives that they're doing, the fact that they want to expand to be inclusive of not ma- not just like the LGBTQ plus community that doesn't conform to a gender, but to everyone. So everyone can buy every kind of clothes. And which, again, like, really sort of undermines this fact that they have this, like, really potent community.
1: Yeah, and I think it's insane that, like, uh, I've never seen or heard of this brand. And, like, I'm a little light in the loafers. Like, why haven't I gotten an Instagram ad for this? Like, if you're spending (laughs) so much money on advertising and, like, none of my gay friends, like, gays yeah. please speak up like anyone out there have you do you guys wear this brand I've never
0: Dapper seen it boy, I've, it's I've
1: never talked about it like also maybe it's an LA bubble thing but like if you're spending that much money on marketing reach the LA gays I don't think right. you have
0: Damon and Vicky I think get into like a very interesting argument which mm. we're touching on right now um, about this like fubu mentality the for us by us Damon's concern is what we're just talking about, which is that when you expand beyond like who you originally intended this to be for, it it really dilutes um like the whole ethos of the company. And they're meant to be this sort of like
1: brand platform. I think totally. And I think it's like Damon's point of view is like, okay, if you're going to expand one day, that day should not be today because you need <laughs> to be you need to be like knocking it out of the park with your fan base and your customers yes. and your community. Hello, that your $450,000 debt is calling. Right. Like, if you were in here and you were like, we're raking in $10 million a year right. and like we're, we're doing right. this, this, and this, it's like, okay, yeah, People then maybe it's time us. to expand. But you're kind of just getting by, like, with the one group that you have. So he, interestingly, he's like, I'd love to be a mentor to you guys, but I won't do a business deal with you, which I thought right. was death sentence for them. Um,
0: Lori's reason to go out of the day is <laughs> is that this time that she doesn't know anything about clothes. And she says that she doesn't do partnerships with clothing companies, which like I would love to fact check that because uh, I feel like it's probably not true. But um, that is what she gives as, as her reason du jour uh,
1: for going out. I think that we should start keeping a running track of all of the claims that lori makes all the and then <laughs> lori claims when we see her breaking one we can we can fact check it i want to train an ai to do that so we don't have to babs and mr wonderful say that the debt just scares them and then mark says that they don't share a vision so he's out so yeah everyone is out
0: <laughs> the uh, the part i did like laugh at but like laugh in a pained way is at one point Vicky you know sort of senses that people are going out is trying to entice sharks Vicky is like oh one thing I didn't mention is that we're about to collaborate with a 3D printing company and Mark (laughs) just goes stop don't do that collaboration
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was was very
0: good Charisse and Vicky to their credit were both like okay (laughs) yeah Wolf, imagine being the their collaborator, watching this episode and seeing the 3D printing company like watching this episode of Shark Tank and having Mark just in one fell swoop just completely annihilate this partnership.
1: Yeah, that partnership just went up in a puff of smoke. Damon yeah. does give them his number on the way out. He literally writes his number down. Yeah, on a piece that, that was we I were. really liked that. I did too. Once more, no deal. No deal. Which is always, uh, God, multiple no deals is just, like, it's a little bit of, it takes the wind out of your sails a little bit, you know? I gotta tell you, Sylvie, I like it when they don't get a deal. Ah!
0: <laughs> I think that's why I liked this episode so
1: much, because there were so oh few my deals. God. I like God! Because I get to hear from all the
0: sharks. Too. I like when all the sharks are in accordance. I would rather watch everyone go out than watch just the boring negotiations of like the specifics and the percentages of a deal
1: I do I like probably one of those per episode but to just kick it off with two was like whoa <laughs> I like seeing the sharks make bad deals I like seeing them waste their money <laughs> it feels like a little like equilibrium you know a little balance yeah. being restored into the world <laughs> uh, too little too late all right should we take a break
0: let's do it The world needs to hear this. I'm sorry, Sylvia. Can you repeat to me with the same level of excitement what you just said?
1: Okay, I said I almost shit my pants with excitement yesterday because I read a tweet that said that Costco's food court is adding back onions. To which I responded silence. Because what the (laughs) what what is that? Okay, have you never had a a dog? From the Costco food court? I think
0: that I have at some point. And I know that they're famous for their really awesomely cheap food court. But uh, like years ago.
1: Oh, Alyssa. I know. You're killing me. You're killing me. The dog (laughs) at the Costco food court, it's $1.50. The price has not changed in decades. The, the new CEO tried to raise the price because he was like we are losing money on these hot dogs and the old CEO of Costco said I will fucking kill you I will come to your house and kill you if you raise the price of that hot dog <laughs> like that is me as a CEO like we are not raising the yes price yes you hot that's you okay. in 30 years <laughs> See, I'm just figure it out. <laughs> um. So anyway, long story short, sorry I went off on a tangent. I'm just so passionate about these hot dogs. They're so good and they're so cheap. Um, Before COVID, there was like a little station that had relish on one side and onions on the other side. And there was, of course, also like your ketchup, okay. your mustard, whatever condiments, like blah. Sure. But you turn this little wheel and like onions came out. And they were the Fun. perfect topping to a hot dog. Then COVID sure. hit and I guess someone decided like that's mm, not sanitary. Sanitary. And so okay. I've been having to go sans onion, onion free for the last Ooh. 3 fucking years every time I go to Costco. Yeah. But now apparently they're going to start giving little um sort of like, you know, little little dishes, little sides of onions if you ask for okay. them and I'm so happy.
0: All right, well speaking of containers with <laughs> Things inside of them. Mm, okay, we'll go with that. Um, play Maisie, which I thought was called Play Amazing, ah, uh, like a portmanteau of play and amazing. But it is not. It is the word play, and then the name Maisie.
1: Play Amazing would have been slightly better, I think.
0: Maybe better because I was when she said Play Amazing, I was like, "What a stupid name!" And then I was like, "Oh, it's Play Maisie." I like it even less. <laughs>
1: We got Kayla seeking $150,000 for 10% of a portable dollhouse that looks like shit. I don't know how else to describe it. it. It's literally just like
0: like a tin lunchbox where both sides open and there's just like a kind of a dumb drawing of like a kitchen scene or like a lake scene and then a few figurines and the whole shtick that she thinks is going to revolutionize the toy industry is that the toys are magnetized, and so they stick to the sides and the floor of the lunchbox when you play with them. And and as far as Kayla is concerned, this is going to completely eliminate messy toys on the floor, which parents hate, and isn't that the worst thing in the whole wide world?
1: And I mean, look, I can sympathize. I don't have kids, but sometimes Maki leaves her like bones strewn across the floor and they blend mm-hmm. in with our rug and i step yeah. on one and it's like the worst pain i've ever felt like stepping anything. on
0: a like i stepping on a plug
1: <laughs> it's so bad yeah. but very painful i have so many issues with this product because it's like a what is to say the kids won't leave these strewn about like who yes, says they're gonna exactly. magnetize them back it's not such a powerful magnet
0: that these, like, toys are going to, like, the little shoot. figurines are going to, like, yeah. shoot back into the lunchbox and then it'll close itself and put itself back on the shelf.
1: Right. It's not like it has, like, a string attached that, like, forces no. it back in. And no. also, they just, it looks depressing. Like, these are very yeah, washed out things. They look very
0: Soviet.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it makes sense that later in the episode, Barbara's, like, this reminds me of when my mom, who was a single mother, had to like <laughs> cut paper plates out of a Sears robot catalog and then paint clothespins like people. Clothes and pins. that's what we that's what we played with. Like if that's what that's effectively this, what this is. Right. If that's what this toy reminds you of, like that's sad. That's not a good right. thing, especially right. because it but- fucking costs $49.
0: Yeah, it's 50, it's 50 bones for this thing, too. And each <laughs> one comes with, like, the the lunchbox and then, like, <laughs> six magnet figurine things that go with it. The, the things are, that I just can't get past is the solution to too many toys on the floor is not more toys.
1: This reminds me of the Marker Parker. Isn't that yeah, what it was oh called? Where like, yes. Where it's like, wait, we thought this was going to be, like, a smart solution to kind of like organizing your markers (laughs) Keyword smart it's just adding another thing that the kid isn't going to use and i also feel like the interesting thing about this sort of portable dollhouse would actually be if it was more of an art project and it came blank and then the kids and potentially the parents could like draw their own characters draw their own houses (laughs) design their own yards like that would make this a little bit cooler to me.
0: Sylvia, if I could use one word to describe your proposed upgrade, it would be playmazing. Because that would be <laughs> a much better option for this. This is not an interesting toy. This is like we're it's 2023. Kids are like controlling remote control IRL yeah. Mario yeah. Karts with their Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. Like we're we're so past. Polly Pocket
1: with magnets. They are catching Pokemon when they walk outside <laughs> using augmented they reality. They're catching them all. I just think any toy that's designed to, like, make a parent's life easier, like any kid's food that's designed to make kids healthier, it's just mm-hmm. never going to go crazy no. because the kids are never going to want it. They sense that. They know when you're trying to do something that's good <laughs> yes. for them, and they don't like it. It's like just teach your fucking kids to clean up after themselves. And they're not even selling that well. Like No. I'm sorry. They, no, they, they closed 2021 with 170k in revenue like I mean that's fine. Yeah. It's not it's not abysmal, but
0: No, and that's coming off of like a reasonably successful Kickstarter. She put in 25,000 of her own money and then raised $30,000 on Kickstarter. She's projecting $400,000 by end of, I assume, 2022. But like, it's just, it, there's nothing here. Damon is like, this doesn't have like a vision of like growth. <laughs> Kevin kind of just, just like, is like a dick about it, but also goes out. Everyone is sort of slowly going out.
1: Barbara, like like I mentioned earlier, is obsessed with the product <laughs> she and does. gives this like emotional story. And then is like, okay, but I want 30% for 150 k and $5 per unit until like I recoup $5 my $5 per like, unit. Whoa. They finally
0: get to 20% equity and $7 per item, woof, until she recoups her money.
1: And I was shocked she even got that, so.
0: I was shocked beyond shocked. Again, none of these products today
1: deserved an investor. There's something so mormon about it yes it's it's very chast yes it's it's very yeah it's and it's for people who design their nurseries in like a gray white palette you know (laughs) like and whose kids are named like (laughs) everlay let's take a break from this let's take a break
0: i tried to make honeycomb candy once It's really hard.
1: That one's really hard because you got to like... You have
0: to be like checking the temp constantly because if you get it too hot, then it's like sticky and it doesn't crunch up. And if you get it too cold, then, I don't know, you die or something. Speaking of crunchy, (laughs) this next product... Tia Lupita. (laughs) Tia Lupita. Is the name of our next company, led by our entrepreneur, Hector, who's seeking $500,000 for five percent hector oh so hector walks in let me set the scene hector Please. walks in and he says hey sharks raise your hand if you like tacos and everyone's <laughs> hand goes up except for damon who <gasps> hates tacos i feel like we learned so much about damon and damon had so many <laughs> spicy takes
1: today damon is the shark of the week for sure damon um, is our shark of the week the fact That he feels so passionate about this that he forgot that he was on a hot mic on national television and said the phrase, I hate tacos, makes me realize how much he really must fucking hate tacos, because that is not a popular opinion. Yeah,
0: But Hector kind of talks us through (laughs) Tia Lupita, which has had many iterations apparently in the past, but at this point is focused on being a grain-free tortilla and tortilla chip company. So he's got... Cactus is like the hero ingredient in these crunchy tortilla chips that he makes and sells. And then he also has two kinds of tortillas. This is the second tortilla replacement we've seen this season, I think, Mm. um, after the jicama ones. Mm -hmm. But um, he has two kinds of tortillas. One is made from upcycled okara, whatever that is, and cassava. And another one made from corn and cactus.
1: It sounds delicious and Hector is very fun. Like he's just super warm. He is I thought fun. he had he had very good energy. It's like this is the guy you want to see at like a barbecue. This is the guy yes. you want to be like, I don't know, sitting next to at a bar, striking up a convo. Like he's just he seems <laughs> just like a fun dad. Yeah.
0: The whole thing too is buoyed by this like, like a, like incessantly cheery Latin music that's playing throughout the entire pitch. But anyway, um, he he puts the sample product in front of the sharks and Mark, bless him. <laughs> I knew you were
1: gonna say this. Cannot handle the sauce that these tortillas come with. Mark is getting his tits blown off by like probably what is the mildest hot sauce to ever sauce. Like Mark dude. is on Prilosec because of the season of Shark Tank. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful's like chowing down. Everyone's like, oh, these are so good. This tastes really good. Yeah. So and and in fact,
0: Hector started his company as a hot sauce, but realized that there wasn't like there w- there wasn't like a space for healthier, lighter options within Mexican cuisine and uh, I mean he's pulled it off these tortillas look great they're uh 45 calories per tortilla which is like pretty good I feel like a tortilla is usually like 90 to 100 the chips are like four to five dollars a bag he doesn't go into how much the tortillas cost but like I would buy these tortillas tomorrow
1: it makes sense because it's like you don't normally think of like oh Mexican cuisine, as it is in the U.S., at least as like healthy, but it it can be healthy.
0: They're doing pretty well too. He's in like Sprouts, Whole Foods, Wegmans, Walmart, and then in 2022, four million dollars. So
1: uh, Tia Lu Pizza, nothing to sneeze at. He's very proud, as he should be, of the fact that last month was their first profitable month. Where I was kind of like, okay, so what's but well, what's coming?
0: Right. And that's when he shares that they lost $1.2 million last year for something called slotting. I did not know this. Do you you have to pay to be in big box retailers? I guess. I'm asking you, Sylvie. Oh, You're the expert uh, here.
1: Let me text Gwyneth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I assume, based on context clues alone, that slotting means paying to be in a big box retailer so he lost a a chunkaroo of money um in that and he's also put in a lot of money um when he says that he has mortgaged his house and all that damon says oh you're all in good for you which made me go hmm because there's been so many instances Uh, where where an entrepreneur has said exactly the same thing and the sharks are like no 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 what are you thinking like We can't come to a consensus on whether or not people should put their entire
1: lives on the line for their products. I think it's just a good sort of bellwether of whether or not the sharks think it's a good product or a good service or a good idea. But I knew I knew who it was going to be, didn't you? Like, we knew what shark was going to. No, yes.
0: I mean, it makes sense. Kevin is kind of the only one who shows any interest. Lori doesn't like the debt. Um Damon as as
1: he declared earlier doesn't like tacos, so he's out. Damon makes it very funny he's like, uh yeah, I mean I don't like tacos. I, I don't really like Mexican food. I mean I like Mexican food. I don't dislike it. Like he kind of he tries to like <laughs> he's trying walk it back. Backpedal.
0: Unsurprisingly, Chef Wonderful really likes the product. You can tell he like really wants to try and bring this mm-hmm. into his of um, and he really wants a grain free product um in his catalog. <laughs> I, I just noted this real quick. the you know, because Hector really tries to make a case for the company and how hard he's worked. He isn't with his his dad died recently, but he wasn't spending time with his mom because he had shark tank to prep for. And mm. just the amount that these people work on their businesses makes me so certain that I never want to own a business. Because I am frankly just never going to work that hard for anything. No.
1: Ever. Oh, my God. I I totally agree. And then it's like you have to learn so many different – you have to be good at so mm-hmm. many different things. It's like oh my I'm God. good at yeah. maybe, maybe one or two things. Right, right. You're not going to get, I, gonna I get a spectrum of goodness out of me.
0: No. And so begins like a back and forth with Kevin and Hector – Where it's like at first there's a debt with 12.5% interest, which sounds horrible, and then he wants 10%. Hector has already given away like a big chunk of equity to other investors, so he doesn't want to go to 10%.
1: Yeah, and this deal confused the shit out of me. It's like dilution and I don't know. It was not interesting to me.
0: Yeah, Kevin was like, oh, 5% is going to get diluted to nothing by the time you sell your company for $50 million, which, like, I, I guess I get, speaking as two members of a company that has, <laughs> over the course of a decade, diluted into nothing.
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: And so I kind of understand where Kevin is coming from. So the sharks are like, oh, well, why don't you do stick with the 5% and make them undilutable? And Hector's like, oh, that's a good idea. And Kevin's like, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, and so they do it. And so they
1: have a deal. This was the only good product of the day. The only good product. And the only entrepreneur who I was like, yeah, I'd like, you know, I'd share a taco with you, dude. Like, everyone else is so mm-hmm. stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, which means we've kind of already answered
0: this question, but <laughs> <laughs> Sylvia, I'll let you go first because you've let me go first for the last few weeks. <laughs> What's your product of the day? I'm
1: taken Tia Lupita and I'm eating a yeah. chip and I'm using that tortilla and I'm raising a toast to Hector and <laughs> that's me that's my selection what about you that's I respect it um, uh, considering <laughs> what remains like I don't like
0: snacks and bars and things that purport themselves to be meals I prefer a meal so honey I'm bun like cheese is out for me Play Maisie is out because this is the 1950s, um, and we've moved on, and I don't know a single child who would get any enjoyment out of this toy. It's so
1: draconian. It's so, like, what they would play with in, like, a series of unfortunate events. Like... (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. There's just something like very austere about it. So I'm left with Dapper Boy, and frankly, I'll take ah. the jacket that Vicky was wearing because I like that jacket. Again, I don't think Dapper Boy is for me, although we'll see down the line. <laughs> 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 um, but I'm sure I can find some style. I probably, yeah, I, I, I feel like I could probably find some, some styles that that fit my
1: um, generally kind of plain aesthetic. <laughs> You put on one pair of slacks from Dapper Boy and divorce Eric. You have a (laughs) a realization. Uh,
0: Okay, well, you know, a pretty, like, an okay episode. We learned a lot about Damon. Um, Again, Shark of the Week. Really proud of you, buddy.
1: Uh, Congratulations, Damon. (laughs) I got to go catch a plane. We'll we'll be seeing you in a
0: few weeks, guys. We're taking a little break. Yeah, Sylvie's leaving us to go to Europe and... Live her dreams. Um, how dare she? So I may never. Come yeah, back. we're gonna be. She. She might not. And you know what? I would be so happy for you. Get the hell Thank out you. of here.
1: I will, and I'm gonna put on that exact outfit that Jennifer Coolidge had, and I'm gonna smoke a cigarette <laughs> and make Mason drive me in a little,
0: <laughs> a little motorcycle. Yeah, all the time. Peppa that's me oh man i can't wait to see you in your peppa Pig outfit in my peppa Pig. um okay folks well thanks for listening and we will see you in a few weeks or maybe not at all and if not Pe- you'll know why peppa because Pig. she has peppa Pig.
1: <laughs> ciao bye <laughs>